Hi, we're going to be looking at Jesus feeding the 5,000 and we're going to take it from John 6, 1 to 15. So Jesus has crossed the Sea of Galilee and he's noticed there's a large crowd of people who are following him and his friends and they're following him because they've seen the miraculous signs that he's been doing on sick people. And as he looks up at this crowd, once they've sat down, he asks Philip a question and he says to him, where should we buy bread for these people to eat? He only asked Philip this because he wanted to test him. He already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered, eight months wages wouldn't be enough to buy bread for everybody to have one bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, spoke up and presented a boy to him. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. How far will they, they go among so many? Jesus then got everybody to sit down and he gave the loaves up to God in prayer. He gave thanks and same with the fish. He then got the disciples to distribute them. And when everybody had had enough, it says in verse 12, he asked his disciples to gather the pieces that were left over. Let nothing be wasted, said Jesus. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw this miraculous sign that Jesus had done, they began to say, surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. So I just wanted to zoom in on a few of those characters in the story. Let's look at Philip. Philip was definitely in need of having his faith stretched. That's what the Passion Translation tells us. He was able to quickly give Jesus a response about the financial cost of everybody having a bite to eat. And he was being very literal in his response. Then look at Andrew. Andrew, Andrew was a, a very practical person. He um, quickly scanned the crowd had a quick look and saw that this little boy had a packed lunch. So maybe he got down on the boy's level and maybe he just said, hey, Jesus really needs to use your packed lunch. Is that OK? And as he presented the boy to him, he was very aware that this packed lunch wasn't going to go very far. We then got the boy. I wonder why there was a boy amongst the crowd. Yes, he'd had a packed lunch provided by his mum. But perhaps he was hungry for something else. Maybe he was hungry to see Jesus either for the first time or for just one more time. Because didn't you see him when he performed that miracle on that poorly lady? Maybe he'd come on his own. Maybe he brought his friends. But without question, he hands over his lunch to Jesus. It's no wonder that Jesus told us to be like children in the kingdom of God. We've then got the crowd. Now, the crowd were not really um, taking much notice of their physical hunger. They were spiritually hungry, though. They wanted to see more of this Jesus. They wanted to see more miracles. And maybe they brought their sick to Jesus. And we've then got Jesus. Jesus begins by identifying a physical need in the people who'd come to see him. And he used it as an opportunity to disciple the disciples. 
He wanted to stretch Philip's faith and he used it as an opportunity to receive somebody's all, which was just a really small pat lunch, and make it big. He trusted Father. He knew God is about multiplication. He wasn't stressed and he received this small offering and automatically placed it into his father's hands. He modelled that trust in the action of thanksgiving. And what then followed was abundant provision, not just enough, but more than enough. And right at the end there, we get a, a comment, Jesus doesn't want any of it to go to waste. And they make a point of telling us that there are 12 basketfuls left over. So maybe we are finding out through this that God doesn't just provide, but he provides abundantly. He provides more than enough. And, and maybe they, they used the leftover bread for something else. Maybe they gave it out to the poor on the way to Jerusalem. We don't know, but it's worth thinking about. So part of me thinks with um, this story that it's about what is in our hands? What is in our pet lunch? What's in our hands? What have we got that we can give to Jesus? Because it, with this pandemic, it's very easy to think that, you know, it's so overwhelming. What on earth could I do? It's actually quite easy to just feel really negative about it and just think, well, I can't do this and I can't do that. And, oh, I loved it when we went out and we did this, this and this. Well, we can't do those things anymore. But we can do something. God's given us gifts. God's given us abilities. And he's filled us with his spirit. And we can be a blessing to the people around us. And just in the last few weeks, we've seen evidence of this. We've seen um, a few of us have been um, buying food for our neighbours. I know Cheryl's often buying food for people who are having to isolate. And, um, and she's checking people are OK. I like to think we're all doing that, really. Um, I know Lydia's been painting some stones and, and presenting them to their neighbours. And um, Sonia's been making bookmarks. God's given her artistic flair. So she's been making bookmarks um, for her community. Jan gave a word to a family in crisis in the hospital when she was suffering herself. Steve um, got out his cello and played spiritual songs to his community. And Sim urged us to um, ring or text or write down a word of encouragement telling somebody in our fellowship what we really appreciate about them. Could be somebody outside the fellowship, could be people who don't know Jesus. Just encourage everybody we know. Actually, I've really enjoyed going to the post office and buying some stamps because I've got time to write a few letters. So there's been lots of testimonies of what God can do with our small offering, just like the boy in the story. I think what Jesus is trying to say is not how can I solve this, how can you help solve this pandemic, but can I use you? Can I use you, Jean? Can I use you, Sim? Can I use you, Jan? Can we do some work together? You do your bit and see what I'm going to do with it. As we give, 
doors will open as we encourage people will blossom and there is an amazing opportunity here for us to encourage and bless our communities let's pray father thank you that you are a god of abundance that you are a god who wants to fulfill physical need thank you lord that you modeled trust and we can trust you with all our needs today and father i pray for everybody watching today that you will bless them and identify what it is they've got in their hands and how they can use it to bring your kingdom into fruition more bless the little things that we can give you father whatever it is a word of encouragement something that we create um, a gift a phone call whatever it is and you can multiply it you are a god of provision and god of abundance we thank you father amen <music>